Do you ever feel like your current advisor is trapped inside their business model and you don't know what they really believe? Everyone has a bias. It's critical that you understand your advisor's philosophy. So we call this our financial apologetic episode and you don't want to miss it because Dave and I are going to unveil what we really believe as advisors and as your hosts of the Retirement Income Show. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show with Michael Eastham, where we're building your tomorrow, powered by the Retirement Income Source, and brought to you by Fellowship Financial. Be prepared to hear ideas, concepts, and strategies that may challenge the way you were taught to think about saving and investing for retirement. It's time to roll up our sleeves and get to it. Now, here's this week's Retirement Income Show, where we're building your tomorrow with your host, Michael Easton. Well, Dave, you and I are both men who have very strong faith. And one of the things that we talk about in our faith is our apologetic. In other words, why we believe what we believe. And so the way we'd like to apply that to what we talk about on the Retirement Income Show is simply a financial apologetic. And I think it's really important not only for us to be steeped and have solid pillars and a solid foundation in our financial apologetic, our financial beliefs, but to really be able to communicate those to our listeners. So that's why we're talking about this today. And I think it's a great way to introduce some foundations of the Retirement Income Show, don't you? I do, I do. The two words that come to my mind are financial faith. And I know that's what we're talking about, but you know, I think when our listeners hear the word apologetic, they might think that means apologize, but it actually means not that. It kind of means really, in our case, defending the faith. And what we want to talk about this morning, Michael, as co-hosts on the Retirement Income Show, we really want to just talk about why we believe what we believe and why it's critical that our listeners understand what their advisors believe. Because the last thing we want in our Christian faith is hypocrisy. And so sometimes you see advisors that maybe don't even know what they believe or their business model does not allow them to practice what they really believe as financial advisors. And so therefore you get kind of like financial incongruency or hypocrisy. So I think it's exciting for our listeners today that they're going to find out what Michael Easton and Dave Stearns really do believe in our offices. And when we're at our whiteboards in our conference rooms, what we really believe. So I think we should take our listeners along on a pretty fun ride. Where do you want to begin today, Michael? One of the things that is a dangerous thing to fall into is the trap that Wall Street's traditional investment advice is generally helpful in the accumulation stage. But for many retirees, for many people that are just traditional hardworking Americans, those strategies can be extremely dangerous when they step into retirement or when they approach retirement. So it's important to understand what are the differences between the accumulation stage and the distribution stage, Dave? Yeah. And that is something that I know you and I really, really believe. And Wall Street is just not helpful. I love when I'm getting a chance to educate folks in my office or speaking maybe before a large group. And I just tell them, man, Wall Street was so helpful to you when you were preparing for retirement. But Wall Street is just not helpful because now what you're talking about, Michael, is people are all of a sudden going without a paycheck. I mean, right night, I had such admiration for folks that kind of jump out of that retirement airplane and hope their income parachute opens. And so what we're really talking about on the Retirement Income Show is helping our clients understand, look, you're looking for rational ways 
to decumulate what you spent maybe 40 years accumulating. And there are ways to do it. But what I would want to say, Michael, is how is Wall Street not helpful when folks are trying to look for rational ways to decumulate? Well, decumulate is actually kind of an interesting word because not all of our clients are trying to spend down their assets. And there's an implicit assumption sometimes that to decumulate means I'm taking money from my principal. And I think a lot of our listeners and people, when they enter in retirement, they want to just preserve what they have. They want to maintain their principal. And so when you're distributing assets, you've got to make sure that you're investing in a way that allows you to preserve your principal. And that way for us is using interest and dividends to pay your bills or to enjoy life. When you're in the accumulation stage of life, well, then you can take a little more risk at times because you have a long time, a long runway, if you will, before you retire. So if you have a market correction, then the market will come back up and you can take advantage of when the market's down by doing something called dollar cost averaging. Meaning if you're regularly spending $100 and the market's down by 50%, Well, mathematically, that means you can buy twice as many shares with the same $100. That's going to serve you very well when the market does come back. And you and I both believe that that's the case. The market always does come back over time. It's just the stage of life that you're in is going to have a significant impact on how much exposure you have to a market correction. And if you've got questions about what stage of life you're in or how you prepare your financial investments for the correct stage of life, then this is a great opportunity for you to reach out to Fellowship Financial by calling 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Or go to fellowshipfinancial.com and you can schedule a free retirement risk review where we'll look at all the risks that could be ahead of you as you approach or you enter into retirement make sure that your financial strategy supports the goals that you have in retirement. So take a minute now, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Schedule that free retirement risk review today. Thanks so much for being with us on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael East. I'm here with Dave Stearns, and together we are hosting the Retirement Income Show. And we're talking about financial apologetics. What do we believe? Why do we believe it from a financial standpoint and how it can benefit you? Well, Michael, that was really a great explanation of dollar cost averaging. And that is really your friend when you're trying to accumulate money. I think the big thing I want our listeners to understand is that when Wall Street tells you to kind of stay invested the same way when you're pulling money out of your portfolio as you were when you put your money in your portfolio, Here's why I want our listeners to understand how detrimental that is, because they're going to engage in something called reverse dollar cost average. And you know, Michael, if there's ever a recipe for running out of money before you run out of life, it's reverse dollar cost averaging. Because as you just pointed out, now they're not putting money in every month systematically. They're pulling money out systematically. Right. And when the markets are going down and down, which happens often in retirement, Now they're not buying more shares on sale. They're selling more shares at lower and lower prices to keep the same income. They're chewing up their principal, absolutely detrimental for them in decumulation. So I feel like we'll probably circle back on this one. But you know what? I want our listeners to understand there's just something else that you and I believe 
as the co-hosts on the Retirement Income Show. Two words come into my mind, Michael, variable annuity. I know that's one of your favorite products at Bellevue Financial. <laughs> Dave, don't get me started on the variable annuity track, but the fact is there are some situations where a variable annuity can be helpful. But what we found is that for most of our clients and in most situations, not only do the clients not understand them, but in many cases, unfortunately, the advisors that sell them don't even understand them and they can't explain them well enough so that their clients can understand it. And that is a critical problem inherent in that industry. And why is it that they can't understand? Well, the fact is, if you peel back some of the layers of the onion on a variable annuity, it's a tool that's not only uh, expensive, but it also has a heck of a lot more risk than most people think because people buy insurance products because they feel like there's some inherent safety, right? An insurance company is like the stalwart. They're the granite when it comes to strength of financial corporations. But with a variable annuity, you really don't have the guarantees, the protections that you would expect from buying an insurance product. What you do have is tax deferral. So if you are someone who's a high income earner and you're trying to build wealth on a tax deferred basis, well then yeah, a variable annuity can give you some tax deferral, some tax benefits, but at what cost? And that's the big issue. I've seen variable annuities with three, four, 5% expenses annually. And you put $500,000 in a variable annuity and you have 5% costs or a 4% cost. That's $20,000 a year that you're paying. That's a pretty big headwind, don't you think, Dave? It's a big headwind. And I've seen a lot of cases where the insurance companies are making out like bandits and the clients are left kind of holding not much in the bag. I just recently had a case where someone was in a variable annuity. Really, Michael, this last week, we called the insurance company, couldn't really get solid information. But at the end of the day, this lady had an income writer that was supposed to provide a lifetime income and it would have, but she'd been there for 12 years, average 2% in growth. The fees were over three and a half percent. And wow. the, yep. the difference between her actual account balance, her income rider, wasn't very much at all. And this lady, by the time we got off the phone with that insurance carrier, she was almost sick at her stomach about the decision she had made to purchase that variable annuity. So they're pretty counterintuitive and they're real expensive to own in retirement. Exactly. And the risks simply because of the fact that you're really investing in what the insurance company calls sub-accounts that equates to a mutual fund. So you got to be careful. If you've got questions about a variable annuity that you have in your portfolio or any type of annuity, then I'd urge you to reach out to Fellowship Financial at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. Take advantage of that free retirement risk review where we'll help you evaluate the risks in your retirement strategy and put you on a great path towards retirement. So take a minute now, 844-308-4861. We'll schedule that free retirement risk for you today. Thanks again for being with us here on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns, and together we are hosting the Retirement Income Show, where today we're talking about what we really believe in the financial industry and our philosophy. Thanks so much for being with us. Well, Michael, there's a couple of words that come to my mind when I think about a variable annuity for retirees. I think about jerry-rig. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Can you imagine if one of our listeners went into a car dealership and they said, you know what? I'm looking for a car that would be good in the snow. 
I know you're in Florida and I'm in Georgia. Just go with us, listeners. They say, I want a car that's good in the snow. I want a car that's safe. And I really want lots of storage. And the salesperson listens and says, okay, it comes back with a little red sports car. I mean, what is that? And then the listeners say, wait a minute. You heard what I said. And the sales guy says, yeah, 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 yeah. You want it to be good in the snow. Here's an extra set of chains and snow tires. It does cost more, but we can add those on. And then the listener says, well, what about the fact that I want it to be safe? And so they get inside the little red sports car and there's a couple extra roll bars that come at an additional cost. And the listener is going, oh man. And then, you know, says to the sales guy, but I want lots of storage. And so the sales guy walks to the back of the red sports car, Michael, and says, well, there's a hitch. You can haul around your U-Haul. So did our listeners get what they wanted or did they Not get at all. that might work, but it was jerry-rigged at a high cost to them? That I think is a variable annuity in retirement. That's a great description of a variable annuity, Dave. And you know we've hit on a couple of things here. The difference between the two stages of retirement life, we talked about variable annuities. We're so glad you're with us. I'm Michael Easton here with my good friend, Dave Stearns. And together, We're hosting the Retirement Income Show, and today we are talking about our financial philosophy and the tenets that make that up to give you the success in your retirement. So if you just joined us, we're glad you're here with us. You can always get caught up on a part that you missed or another episode of the Retirement Income Show. All you need to do is go to fellowshipfinancial.com. We make it real simple for you. Go to fellowshipfinancial.com, click on the radio show tab, and you can check out any archived episode of the program to renew your financial mind throughout the week. Well, Dave, we spent some good time talking about a few different facets, if you will, of our financial faith. And uh, we want to make sure that we touch base on some of these really key elements. And one of the comments that we were talking about is the era of the Great Depression, where you think about the things that were important to folks during and after the Great Depression about protecting their money. And one of those things was simply living off of interest and dividends. And I want to spend a little bit of time drilling down in that for our listeners because too many times people don't take that into consideration. They've forgotten the collective wisdom of those folks who came before us and did very well simply by exercising common sense when it comes to preserving their assets. Wow. You just talked about common sense. I think about plain English. You know, those are things that our industry isn't exactly known for. And what's really interesting, Michael, is if we could somehow get that great generation to come back and speak to our listeners, you know what they would say? Their collective wisdom would be, man, risk is real in retirement. And so- When you and I sit down with potential clients and we help them see some of the risks in their portfolio, one of the things that they're going to see over and over and over again is just a whole lot of mutual funds. And I think that's so interesting. So when you and I begin talking about living off of dividends and interest and protecting your principal when possible, it sounds newfangled. It sounds like we're talking about something new. But I really want our listeners to understand the way that you and I invest our philosophy. It's really old wisdom. And we're kind of restoring that old wisdom and old way of investing. And I think that's really important for our listeners to understand. It is. And I think it also is important for them to understand why that collective wisdom was the way that it was. 
And if you understand what happened during the Great Depression, just look at the stock market. You know, the market dropped by nearly 90%. You've saved up a million dollars in your retirement account and you wake up one day and suddenly you have a hundred thousand dollars, right? 90% of your wealth is gone. Well, what do you think is going to be your mindset when you consider how am I going to retire? That's one of the biggest reasons why the generation that lived through the Great Depression looks at risk differently and they look at the stock market differently because in the accumulation stage, like you and I spoke about, you can withstand the risk of a market correction. It happened twice in the technology bubble, just in the last 20 or so years. The technology bubble, we had a 50% correction. We had the financial crisis in 2007 to 2009. The market dropped by another 50% or so, but it recovered each time. The problem is the recovery time is six to seven years. So if you're on the cusp of retirement, when we hit one of those areas, well, look, you just don't have the time to recover. And the fact is, and this is what troubles me about our industry, too many times, Dave, the financial advisors and the financial industry itself just says, buy and hold, everything will be fine. Well, nobody knows when you're going to hit that market correction. And that's a critical aspect because what you mentioned a minute ago, if you're having to sell shares and the market's going down, you sell shares when the market's down by 50%, you have to sell twice as many shares at the bottom of the market as you do at the top to get the same amount of income that you did when the market was higher. That means that you're going to sell more of your principal and you may run out of money. I said it a minute ago, your retirement may run off the rails if your financial strategy is in the wrong place. So, you know, Michael, I thought the market always averages eight to 10%, right? Uh, You know, (laughs) That's something that our industry loves to talk about. But, you know, the reality is that period of time from 2000 to 2013, that was a 13-year period of time, as you referenced, where the market fell and came back and fell and came back. 13 years of really no growth in the market. And when you're 38 years old, not a big deal. But when you're 75, all of a sudden, that's 13 years where your advisor is going to tell you to maybe quit taking income or not taking enough income. You know, that's not really income planning the way that you and I believe. Well, if common sense rings a bell with you, then I've got a great solution for you. I've got my Amazon best-selling book, Common Sense Income Strategies, that I'd love to give away at 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. We'll be happy to get you a copy of my book, Common Sense Income Strategies, where it goes deep into our philosophy on the way that we help our clients approach retirement. We talked about the accumulation stage, the distribution stage of life, and how you can generate a reasonable amount of income to replace your paycheck when you retire. Those are the things that sustain your goals, that help you to accomplish all the goals and dreams that you have for retirement. So take a minute, reach out to us, 844-308-4861. And we'll get a copy of my book, Common Sense Income Strategies, out to you today. I know you're going to benefit from it. Many of the things that Dave and I are talking about on the program today are going to resonate with you when you see it in black and white as well. So 844-308-4861, we'll get it out to you today. Thanks again for being with us here on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here 
with my good friend and fellow financial advisor, Dave Stearns, where together we are hosting the Retirement Income Show. And today we're talking about our financial faith and the things that are deep rooted in our lives, the things that we love to talk about with our listeners and with our clients to help get them into and through retirement with the peace of mind knowing that they're going to have a stress-free retirement. Thanks so much for being with us. Well, I almost hate to leave behind our friends from the Great Depression era, but we've enjoyed learning a little bit more about their wisdom. But I want our listeners to know there's something else that you and I really believe on the Retirement Income Show, and that is really, Michael, that the brokerage industry's addiction to mutual funds, this is the classic story when good is the enemy of best. And you know, Michael, mutual funds can be good. There's nothing inherently wrong with them. You know, they're morally neutral. They're not good. They're not bad. But the addiction is interesting. If we could get our depression era friends back here, they really wouldn't even know what a mutual fund is. You know, it's interesting. Mutual funds, well, they were created a long, long time ago. You know, when you and I and all of our listeners have to save money in retirement plans, like a 401k and a 403b, now all of a sudden you've got hundreds of thousands of amateur investors picking mutual funds, it kind of makes a lot of sense because it does make things easy for them and they're in the accumulation stage. But when they transition and they go to pay an advisor a 1% fee and he picks his or her favorite recipe of mutual funds, to me, that is good, but that's the enemy of best. So why don't you just elaborate a little bit more on that for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely, Dave. And one thing I will tell our listeners is that there's no perfect investment out there nothing. I don't care what anyone says. And there's a whole basket full. There's basically a financial equivalent of a grocery store full of different investment options that you can use. Like you said, they're morally neutral. None of them are bad or good. There's a good place for each one of them. And a mutual fund, a good place could be certainly, as you mentioned, in the accumulation stage of life. But it could also mean if you're just starting out, maybe you're putting 25 or 50 bucks a month away. Well, a mutual fund does give you the ability to diversify. The problem is when you accumulate some assets, it becomes much more expensive for you to do that. And you're paying a middleman to do it. You add a financial advisor in the middle and you're paying the advisor a fee. That's a management fee, but the funds themselves have internal fees as well. So it can be a very expensive way for you to try to accumulate wealth. So that's a big problem. The other thing on the distribution side, Dave, is that when you want to get income, then you're generally going to have to sell shares. And selling shares is what is the most dangerous financial strategy when you're in retirement because you have zero assurance that your money is going to last. And that's because of what I said a little while ago, which is no financial advisor on the face of the planet has a crystal ball that works 100% of the time. So none of us knows when the market's going to be up and when it's going to be down. Think about it. Selling shares when the market's up is okay, right? It's easy to replace what you sold. But if the market's going down and you're selling shares, you're damaging your portfolio. You're damaging your principal. And you do that too much too soon and you risk running out of money before you run out of life. If you've got questions about your portfolio or you're trying to figure out what your financial faith is or your financial philosophy, then now's a great time to give us a call at 844-308-4861. And one of our team members at Fellowship Financial will schedule a financial 
retirement risk review, absolutely free, where we'll talk to you about your goals. We'll talk to you about the risks in your current portfolio and help you make a good decision about your retirement. So reach out now, 844-308-4861. Schedule that free retirement risk review today. Thanks so much for being with us here on the Retirement Income Show. I'm Michael Easton here with Dave Stearns. And today we are talking about our financial philosophy, helping you understand where we come from and why we believe what we believe on the financial markets. Well, you know, Michael, at this point, when I'm thinking of mutual funds, I'm thinking about something that you often like to say to our listeners, and it's true. And that is, is if you're trying to derive stable, renewable income from mutual funds, like bond funds per se, because that income changes all the time, you really don't know what income you're going to get. And so you could end up selling a lot of shares inside your mutual funds. And that's just really not a good idea. So we've been talking a little bit about financial faith. Michael, I want to take us to farming. I just want to talk about why it's important to preserve that chicken and only eat those eggs. That's what I want to talk about at this point in the Retirement Income Show. Well, you know, if you only eat the eggs and you're taking care of the chicken, well, then the chicken's going to generate more eggs, right? That's a renewable resource. And renewable resources are a big kind of talking point in this environment. So, and if you don't need to eat all the eggs that your chickens are producing, well, guess what? You can incubate some of them and you'll get more eggs that produce more chickens. So it can perpetuate itself. That's the same thing that's true when it comes to investing for income. You know, if your investments, the foundation, the shares or the positions that you have are generating interest and dividends, then you have money to spend, right? You spend that money, it's the same as eating the eggs. If you get sick of eggs and you come home one night and you say, you know what? I'm tired of eggs. I want fried chicken. Well, guess what? (laughs) Now, no more eggs and no more chicken. That's a dangerous position to be in, but that's what most financial advisors are telling you to do. Sell your principal. They're relying on market growth. We don't want you to rely on market growth. And that's one of the key facets to our investment philosophy, making sure that you're eating the eggs and preserving the chickens. If you don't need all of the interest in dividends, well, we reinvest it. So that creates a nice organic inflation hedge for when you need it down the road. Well, you know, at the end of the day, what happens is the type of investing that you're talking about that you and I like to do, which is doing a lot of diligence and research and finding individual chickens like an individual corporate bond or an individual preferred stock, that universe of income generating options, it actually just requires a lot of research. It requires a lot of expertise. And it's a specialty. It's a specialty. And I think those advisors that just check boxes and select mutual funds, to me, it feels like the disease of bees. But the way we're talking about investing, it's more true and it's more conservative when you're thinking about generating income in retirement. That's so true, Dave. And just as what happens every single week, we are out of time on another edition of this program. We want to tell all of our listeners, please, thanks so much for being here, first of all, but make sure that you make it an amazing week with the ones you love. And we'll be back again real soon with another episode of the Retirement Income Show. 
That's all the time we have for today. To speak with Michael Eastham off the air, call 844-308-4861. That's 844-308-4861. And for more information about Fellowship Financial, visit us online at fellowshipfinancial.com. That's fellowshipfinancial.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Retirement Income Show. The opinions expressed on this radio show are based upon information considered reliable, though it should not be relied upon as such. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Moreover, no listener should assume any discussions or information presented serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice or from any other investment professional and is not intended as an offer of solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Advisory services offered through Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Fellowship Financial and Fellowship Investment Advisors, LLC, are affiliated entities.